Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I refer to U.S. Capitol as sacred space because it's so much more than a building where the Senate and the House of Representatives meet and conduct business. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a working office and not a French beach? It is the embodiment of our ideals, our aspirations, and hope. I don't know. It looked more like a brothel to me. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. We have to put together a coalition that is the same coalition we delivered in 2020 for him to win the White House, for us to win the Senate, and for us to take back the House. And that coalition involves a lot of young voters. It involves a lot of immigrant voters. Ah, she said it. Who's your captain? Howie Carr. Look, I think if you're sitting in the White House right now, you're like, please, Hunter Biden, we know your dad loves you. Please (laughs) stop talking. And Just know I have a whole bag of shh with your name on it. But yes, the White House would like him to probably go away. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Do you remember the controversy earlier this year when San Francisco was discussing whether it was going to pay so-called reparations to black residents, even though there were there are no former slaves or former slave owners in the population of San Francisco, and even though there was no slavery, in fact, in California because California was a free state from the moment it was admitted to the Union back in the 19th century. But they were going to pay reparations, and they, uh, they set up a, uh, an office of reparations in the city of San Francisco to, to begin the process of paying the operations, the reparations. But, of course, there have been a few problems in San Francisco recently. You may have heard about them. The, uh, the, the property tax base has totally collapsed in San Francisco because of the the liberal policies that have basically destroyed one of the greatest, most beautiful cities once upon a time in in the world. So do you know what has been uh, eliminated from the uh, new budget in the city of San Francisco? The Office of Reparations. It would take a heart of stone not to laugh. The $2 million was in the budget. Originally, they had, they had requested $50 million for the creation of the Office of Reparations. Then as the, uh, as the city cratered financially, uh, they, the request was uh, cut to $10 million, and now $2 million, then $2 million, and now zero. Zero for reparations. Racist bastards. Now it's time for the chump line. Ilhan Omar says young Muslim voters are heartbroken, kind of like when your brother divorces you. (laughs) Good point. Good point. She's been married three times, but only once to her brother. Oh, 
Maui, Senator Byrd calling. Did I just hear the Democrats in Boston held a segregated Klan Christmas party and didn't invite me? But I'm a lifetime member of the Klan. This is Bob Barrack. Senator, they've changed the name here in the Bay State from the Ku Klux Klan to the Wu Klux Klan in honor or dishonor of Mayor Wu. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's On the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites. For family fun, food, and entertainment, it's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner. Online at jakerooney's.com. I guess you could say this Senate staffer's career has taken a detour down a dirt road. That's rather rude, Limerick guy. He left that as a text message, too, and I didn't read it, but what the hell? <clears throat> My wife's husband's wife, Dr. Jill, is the smartest doctor I know. She can see the future like Notre Thomas, like three years ago when she said deviancy was on the ballot. <laughs> see, what she really tweeted out was decency is on the ballot. So now, first we have a, uh, a member of the squad, Jamal Bowman, pulling a uh, fire alarm in the Congress, basically engaging in an insurrection to stop a vote on a, on a continuing resolution on the budget. And now we have gay sex videotaped by Democrats. It's uh, so much for decency. As Officer Mark says, what is this, uh, Animal House on Capitol Hill? Are these people, they're acting worse than fraternities. It's definitely Donald J. Trump's fault that that gay sex video was made in the Senate chamber. After all, he incited an erection. Chuck Schumer said so. (laughs) You know what? It, It is only a matter of time until Donald Trump will be blamed the uh, gay sex tape in the Hart office building. And by the way, the, uh, the, the Senate staffer from Palo Alto, Aiden, Aiden hyphenated last name, says he's, he's considering his legal options. Because, of course, as all Democrats are, he's a victim. Hey, Howie, I guess that's why they won't let you eat off the tables in the Senate hearing room. Yeah. You don't know where that table's been. Remember that your mother used to say that? that, that don't, t- don't touch that thing. You don't know where that's been. You don't know where that, now we know, don't know where that table's been or what's been on the table. I know they relaxed the dress code in the Senate, but damn. <laughs> Bareback bear twink slut. For that is indeed his handle. That's why he's in a Joe Biden campaign ad from 2020. You can see it on the New York Post website right right now. He was a, he was a rising star in the Democrat Party, and he had just gotten, as the New York Post puts it, a new position in Cardin's office. In contrast to recent events filmed in the Senate hearing room, Jeffrey Tubin's quote, full disclosure almost seems innocent, almost. Yeah. 
You know, when uh, Whitey Bulger's brother had his hearing in the house, I sat behind him and made faces whenever he uh, told less than the truth about uh, his brother's organized crime activities. Imagine the, and the, there, was, there was immediate outrage that I would do such a thing in a, during an august congressional hearing. The, the outrage among Democrats is much less for, for what was done in the Senate hearing room. And now, another excerpt from Paperboy, My Life in Media, as read by the author. Now that I was the biggest newspaper columnist on the East Coast, it was time to expand into a new medium, talk radio. I remember my first show like it was yesterday. My first producer was Galimo Marconi, and my first caller was Alexander Graham Bell. That's just not true, but it is a great book, Paperboy. You can buy it at HowieCarshow.com, click on store. HowieCarshow.com, click on store. Go to Amazon.com. You can get it either place ordered now, and you probably get it before Christmas. But I did work for a guy named Jerry Williams. I mentioned him in the last hour. You know who used to call into Jerry Williams' show? The legendary James Michael Curley. Of course, they didn't have the technology to, to give you the sound. Jerry would be talking and say, Hello, Mayor Curley? Yeah. Yo, I'm glad you're having a good day, Mayor Curley. That was talk radio back in the day. I wasn't around then, though. How long before Joe Biden tells the story of how he was a demolition driver? <laughs> no, he was he was attacked. He survived a terrorist attack. It's, it's it's it'll be a much more embellished story than a mere demolition driver. Yeah, I was I was going home to to watch the uh, to watch the Hazel Marathon on MeTV and and the terrorist attack. James Fenimore Cooper. The guy, yeah, the guy who wrote The Deerslayer and The Pathfinder. He he attacked me. He was drunk on firewater. Not a joke. Not a joke. Who knew the Senate chamber was the back door to humanity? <laughs> and I got into trouble just for making a few faces as at a uh, in a congressional hearing. And this guy, well, I won't get into it. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That's it for the chump line today. The chump line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Carr Show. You can call and leave a message at any hour between 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. Just call 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the chump line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message just now or you'd like to just hear a second brand-new chump line of the day, you can always do so. It's called Chopped Chumps. It's where we put all the messages we didn't have room for or time for just now. Chopped Chumps is posted every weeknight evening around 7 p.m. Get Chopped Chumps, the second chump line of the day, wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Today's chump line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year-round with seasonal favorites. 
for family fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner. Online at jakerooney's.com. I know they relax the dress code in the Senate, but damn. <laughs> Will they rename the scene of the crime against nature as the broke back hearing room? Maybe they should rename it the, the Larry Craig Senate office building. You know, Phil Hart was just a normal run of the normal run of the mill Democrat from Michigan. Larry Larry Craig would that would that would celebrate diversity if they were to name the building after him. Senator Larry Craig, the guy with the wide stance from Idaho. In the past couple of years alone, close to fifty satisfied Howie Carr listeners have allowed JJ Manning auctioneers sell their valuable real estate assets quickly, contingency-free, and for the highest price the market will bear. Don't wait. You can be the next. Since 1976, J.J. Manning's project-based approach of selling real estate has generated positive results for individuals, families, builders, companies, banks, estates, and more. You set the sale date, and you have one consolidated open house. No surprise, nor last-minute showings. J.J. Manning sellers are never left out in the cold wondering about interest on their property. Weekly inquiry reports provide measured progress and create a sense of teamwork through the auction process. There is no distress. You set the terms, you sell contingency-free, and the buyer pays all commissions. J.J. Manning uses their 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of advertising and 30 days to close, no haggling and no changes to your deal. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. High gas prices, inflation surges, and a supply chain crisis won't keep Howie from having a great holiday. And we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny K. Merry Christmas from Howie Carr. Just because it's the Christmas season doesn't mean the captain gives layabouts a free pass. Are there no prisons? Plenty of prisons. And the union workhouses, are they still in operation? They are. Oh, from what you said at first, I was afraid that something had happened to stop them in their useful course. Howie Carr is back. The miracle of life is a gift that every baby deserves because every life is precious. That's why we partnered with Preborn Pregnancy Network to help rescue babies through donations from listeners like you. Any amount will help. All gifts are tax deductible and 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. Please join us. To donate securely, go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is which celebrity who's threatening to flee the U.S. if Trump's elected would you most like to see gone? Cher, Barbara Streisand, Michael Cohen, Hunter Biden, or Bruce Springsteen? 
Hunter Biden. 21% say Hunter, 27% say Bruce, 31% say Barbara Streisand. And, you know, Trump was with us on Friday, and I asked him about Hunter, saying he's going to have to flee the country. And uh, Trump said, said maybe he better flee the country. We got the let's listen. Let's listen to the cut. It, w- it was reported that Hunter Biden is saying that if you're reelected, he's going to flee the country. What would you suggest Hunter Biden do? Oh, I think he should flee the country if he if he feels that way. No, I think you know how many people said that last time and nobody left. You know, I heard it from I heard it from Sher, I heard it from Barbara Streisand, I heard it from lots of people. Nobody left. All they did is get a tax cut from me. You know. They probably didn't leave because I got them the biggest tax cut in history. Okay, that's probably why they didn't leave. No, but I heard that. No, I would think that Hunter should leave the country if he feels that way. That's the way I feel. You know, I was thinking about making the poll question, you know, who would you give to, uh, you know, to give, send, go, uh, you know, crowdfunding account to get somebody to leave. But, you know, Barbara Streisand, Bruce Springsteen, Cher, they don't, they don't need my money. They got they got more money than all of us. Hunter Biden too. You know, it's easy to to become a millionaire if you don't have to pay taxes. You know, I mean that's the that's the the Biden family mo, right? It's Ashley, it's Hunter. Joe takes legal loopholes, but they're he's not paying his fair share, is he? Jim Biden. Now it turns out he was he was getting money uh, from uh, from one of the uh, crooked lawyers who was uh, ramming through the big settlement on on big tobacco. By the way, when where was Frank Biden when this uh, sex scandal was going on in the uh, Senate chambers there? <laughs> That's right. Frank Frank Biden has uh, he has postings on uh, on some of those gay websites, doesn't he? Yeah, he, uh, there was a nude photo, and he said time-traveling hackers uh, put up his nude f- p- photograph uh, on a, uh, a gay website. Those damn time-traveling hackers, they're always going after Democrats, right? Joy Reid, Frank Biden. Where was Frank Biden when uh, when Jim Biden was getting all the money? Is that when he was uh, crashing the—when he was in the car that uh, killed, the, uh, killed the guy in California, and then he, he got a million-dollar court judgment against him, which he still hasn't paid? You know, you you know it's it's like paying taxes. If if you get a court judgment against you, don't you have to pay it? Isn't that your fair share? Isn't that what Joe Biden says that you have to pay your fair share, whether it's taxes or 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 a, a court judgment against you for killing someone when you're speeding in a uh, in a sports car, even if you're just a passenger, egging on the uh, egg, egging on the driver of the car, which is what Frank Biden was doing. 844-500-4242, Limerick guy's coming up with more jokes about the uh, the gay Senate staffer who uh, allows himself to be buggered in the office. I can't repeat that one, though, Limerick guy. Maybe I can, but I don't want to take any chances. 844-500-4242, This uh story with the plagiarism by the president of Harvard. It just doesn't seem to be going away. Good on how we are. The world is on fire. There's war in Europe, war in the Middle East, and a crisis on our own border. 
This is Nikki Haley. I believe a president must know the difference between right and wrong, good and evil. I know how important it is to defend freedom, defeat terrorism, and stop socialism. America, strong and proud. Nikki Haley for president. Today, China, Russia, and Iran are advancing. There's chaos in our streets and college campuses. Our security is threatened at home and abroad. It's time for a new generation of conservative leadership. We have to leave behind the chaos and drama of the past and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Go to NikkiHaley.com and join our movement. We will beat Joe Biden and make America strong and proud. I'm Nikki Haley, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Nikki Haley for president. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242-603 asks, why do you think people get so excited about these trashy things like this amateur gay porn on Capitol Hill? Is it because it's so black and white and easy to have an opinion about? No, it's because, well, number one, it's, it is really reprehensible and disgusting what what that guy is doing, that great liberal uh, staffer is doing. But there's more to it than that. When when Republicans do things like this, an, an earlier texter mentioned, what about a couple months ago, Lauren Boebert, the congresswoman from, uh, from Colorado, was with, with her then boyfriend at the theater, and they were kind of like uh, groping one another, sort of. I mean, I think the big thing with them at a theater, at a live performance, I think the big thing with them was I think they were doing a little heckling too, and that's that's really bad to heckle in a uh, at a, at any kind of theater production. But they they you know they were she was denounced because she's a Republican, right? Just a terrible. She was taking. Remember on January sixth, she was a freshman and she was taking her uh, family around, showing them the Capitol a couple of days before. They said she's scouting out locations. They wanted to throw her out. You know they don't want to throw uh, they don't want to throw Jamal. Bowman out, a Democrat who who uh, you know who actually pulls the fire alarm. But you know you know there was a thing in the in the Wall Street Journal uh, last week, uh, notable and quotable from a legal uh, scholar uh, named uh, Eugene Volok, and I think this is the whole thing about it is people people are more judgmental now than they used to be, or conservatives are, because liberals are so. And this guy, uh, Eugene Volok, I think he made a good point. There's a phenomenon I call censorship envy, which I think we're seeing a lot of here. It's just a reflection of what I think is human nature. If somebody says things that I find really offensive, but everybody else has to deal with things that they find offensive, I could say, okay, fine. I'm just going to try to ignore this person or argue with them or just have to deal with it because everybody has to deal with it. But... This is what's going on here now. This is continuing the quote from this legal scholar. But if I see that other groups have gotten speech that they dislike suppressed, then I think, what kind of chump am I if I tolerate speech I dislike? I should get at least the same kind of protection against offensive speech that other groups are getting. And I think that's it. You know, nobody feels the need to say, oh, well, live and let live. Because they wouldn't say that about you. 
They wouldn't say that about if you did much less than what this this uh, this this uh, twink did by his own definition. He's a twink. If 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 you did something even remotely like that, they would demand that you be canceled. So you know. So what are you a chump for not not saying that he should be canceled? Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Janice, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Janice. A long time, quite a while ago, I read in a very um, reputable English magazine that Barack Obama was a homosexual. Well, I mean, we don't we don't know that. I mean, it's uh, you know, Tucker Carlson had that guy on that uh, claims he had a uh, he had an affair with him in uh, in Chicago. We don't we don't know about that. Thanks for the call, Janice. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh, he's he that guy's gone to prison that uh, make, has made these allegations. Uh, Dave, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dave. He's not in prison now, but he has gone to prison as a uh, as a. I think he's a he's a uh, drug drug related offenses. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Howie. Listen, the only person on that list that will leave the country if Trump's elected is going to be Hunter to avoid prosecution. Man. Of course, the Chinese probably won't set him up because they won't need him anymore. You know, <laughs> hey, he. So uh, an earlier texter said, Dave, that he uh, that Hunter is uh, doing legal research, probably for the first time in his uh, alleged uh, career as a high-powered lawyer. Uh, he's trying to find countries that don't have an extradition treaty with the United States of America. I don't think there are that many of them. Well, I like how they call him an accomplished lawyer. Like, what cases has he ever won? I I under what forget winning, Dave. What cases has he ever tried? Exactly. Probably never. You know, and and you know, the key. I was a I was a business consultant. What did they consult with you about? What what expertise does he bring to any situation? Any non X rated situation. Let me put it that way. You, you know, again, you go to you go to Yale Law School. You're gonna you you should be able to get a high powered legal job. You know, with a with a white shoe law firm or or you know as a uh, a clerk to not just a district court, a, a U.S. appeals court judge on the circuit court, or or maybe even a, a a clerk to a Supreme Court justice. What did Hunter do after he graduated Yale Law School? He went to work as a vice president of, uh, what is it, the MBNA Bank in Delaware, the the bank that uh, base, his uh, his father took care of all those years. I mean, that's a job he could have gotten basically out of high school because of who his father was. But he, he goes to Georgetown, and then he goes to Yale Law School. He was obviously a bust out from day one in in law, in business, in life. He's, he's just a, a bad person all the way around. 844-500-4242. Again, the apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree. You know, it's not all his fault. But still, I, you know, all I know is what would happen to me if I dodged that many taxes, if I didn't pay alimony, if, uh, if, if I had left a laptop full of all those crimes. What would happen to you if you did any of those things? You know what would happen. You'd be, uh, you'd be waiting for the cell to open up so you could go get dinner at the local uh, club fed. And then it would be lights out at 9.30. Mike, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mike. You know, Howie, I got a, I got a, a warehouse full of boxes. For the last 20 years, of every move I'd made, 
every receipt and every check and every deposit ever since I got myself in trouble on Nantucket back in the 80s. If the IRS ever wanted to come in, they'd, I'd blind them in, in paperwork because I save everything. I'm a pack rat. This guy had nothing to back up where he got all that cash. Right. And, I mean, come on, give me a break. And when it comes to what's going on in Washington with the Democrats with all this perverdity, come on, let, let's go back to Barney Frank and the brothels at, at Georgetown. Massachusetts has the best right. of, the, of the underground sex trade of Senators and Gary and Gary Studs, I mentioned him earlier. You know the guy who was thrown he was thrown out as a teacher at St. Paul's for uh, for attacking the young boys in the school, and then he attacked a page in uh, and sodomized him after plying him with alcohol on a uh, on a foreign junket. And Mike, you want to go all the way back? There's a guy people have forgotten him now, David I. Walsh. He was the first Irish Catholic governor of Massachusetts, and then he became a senator. And uh, there's there are stories they've never they were never proven, but uh, uh, there they, uh, there was a guy named uh, I think his name was Gustav Bleekman, and he was a Nazi spy, and he ran a male brothel on the Brooklyn waterfront back during the early days of World War II. And you know who one of his clients was? Senator David I. Walsh, Senator David I. Walsh of Massachusetts, a confirmed bachelor. And he was the head of the Naval Committee. And I went back in the old Herald files when I was writing the Kennedy Babylon books. And there are all these pictures of him with uh, with Navy guys. He, he was the original. He, boy, he would if he'd have lived long enough he, to to uh, to hear the village people sing in the Navy. He would have loved that. He he. After the story broke about him being a patron of this Nazi gay brothel in Brooklyn, he was defeated for re-election in 1946 and he died shortly thereafter but yeah there there are a lot of this it goes way back in massachusetts david i walsh there was a story written by one of the uh, congressional uh, staffers and and he quoted somebody as saying i would let uh, i would let my daughter go around the world on a on a cruise with david i walsh and not worry an instant but he said i wouldn't let my son go across the charles river in a rowboat with David I. Walsh in the middle of the day because he would have attacked him. He, that's, that's the kind of guy David I. Walsh was. And he was elected to the Senate and nobody, the Boston papers never covered it, just like they don't cover the, uh, the just like they were, the Her- Globe refused to cover the uh, the racist Christmas party last week in the, that the mayor sponsored. They never, they never wrote about uh, David Walsh being caught in the uh, Nazi brothel in, in Brooklyn when he was running the, it, Run by a Nazi spy. 844-500-4242. It's a hell of a story. Not going to read it in any... He was a Democrat, you see, so you're, you're not going to be reading too much about it in, uh, in any of the uh, state-run media. Catherine, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Catherine. Hi, who are you? Um, I was going to work this morning at about 8.15. Yeah. Um, and there was a Palestine protest going on um right in seaport the southeast seaport line yeah um right before you take onto i-90 west and i didn't hear it on the news or anything lasted about 20 minutes couldn't move i was the first person in line well i mean why would they be having a protest on a day like today when the weather was so terrible it doesn't make much sense does it Catherine? don't you save your uh what it does not at all i was uh, i had my window open 
yelling, trying to just get to work and soaking wet. These people did not move. Here's the thing, Catherine. Do you think they had jobs to go to? That's what I asked. I wonder where my tax dollars are going to. <laughs> I'm sorry, Catherine. This is this is just crazy. What's going on? And they and they have no understanding of the of the history or the uh, the politics or or what happened on October seventh or or uh, all the uh, all the the money, the billions of dollars that these uh, these these Nazi Muslim savages have stolen from uh, from their own people and from the foreign aid that that's provided to them by uh, Western nations. Thanks for the call, Catherine. I'm sorry you got stuck in that, that terrible traffic. 844-500-4242. One, uh, 781 says, I hate weather days like this. All my woke coworkers talk about is the climate change and that, quote, anyone who doesn't believe it at this point is crazy, unquote. You mean it, it never rained? It never rained before and, uh, and, and was very windy? There were never power outages before. It's called the weather. 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Tragically, every day, thousands of babies never get a chance at life. But in the midst of this darkness, we can be the change. You see, while the abortion giants are busy ending babies' lives, Preborn's network of clinics are busy saving babies' lives. This year alone, Preborn has rescued over 44,000 babies, and every day they save 200 babies because of you, the pro-life community. You see, when a mother meets her precious baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, her maternal instinct kicks in, and the majority of the time, she will choose life. Would you join us in sponsoring as many days of life as we can before the year ends? $5,000 underwrites the entire network for 24 hours. $28 $28 will sponsor one ultrasound. How many life-saving dollars will you sponsor? Will you will donate to sponsor to rescue babies? All gifts are tax deductible and every penny goes towards life. And now through a match, your gift is doubled. Just dial pound 250 on your cell and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. The Howie Car Show will be right back. Howie Car is back. Nothing says... Happy holidays, like being stuck in a uh, pro-Nazi protest, especially in the, uh, when there's a, a, a raging storm outside, and the hippies and the are getting all wet. At least they're getting a bath for the first time in months. That's the that's the good news, I guess. Ralph, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ralph. Hey, Captain. Uh... You know, I hear a lot about your Massachusetts state of affairs and this and that. Uh, Burlington, Vermont, I tell you, has turned into, I don't know, God knows what, but I grew up with a Canadian neighborhood. We had Italian, we had German, we had a sprinkling of everybody. But the idea there was, it was a, a community action atmosphere. 
everybody pulled together. Nowadays, it's DEI, CRT, equity department. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, I, I know. It's... I, I don't know. I, I feel lucky that I work for myself now, you know, that I don't have to deal with this uh, corporate nonsense. I just don't, I don't know how, I don't know how people are going to get through it all these, uh, for, for all these decades and years of just putting up with this. I mean, it, it's got to be, it's got to be stopped. We've got to go back to the, to the old ways of uh, freedom of thought, freedom of speech. And, uh, you know, what, you know, whatever, you know, I, I saw a headline today. They said, you know, the, the, they said, stay out of our bedrooms. The gays said, stay out of our bedrooms. How about how about stay out of the hearing rooms? You know, uh, how about how about you? Uh, you know, nobody nobody cares what you're doing with whoever you're dealing with. Just don't do it in public, okay? Thanks for the call, Ralph. Randy, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Randy. Hi, Howie. Hey, I was just. Curious, you know, I've been watching all these protesters, you know, taking over New York and stopping all the freeways and all this other stuff. Why don't they put all this energy into, you know, stopping Hamas? You know, get all the Palestinians over there and just take over Hamas and get them out of there. Maybe all this war will stop. Right. Well, I, I, what I've been saying, Randy, is like, why why haven't all these college protesters who are, you know, getting these... Uh, getting these nice free rides at all these nice uh, American colleges, why aren't they going back to fight for what they believe in? If they hate the Israelis that much, why isn't has a single Muslim Arab college student left the country to go back to fight? I don't believe so. Do you know of any? No, I don't know of any. And that's what's frustrating. I mean, they sit over here, they take over, you know, disrupt our life. But they don't want to do anything about going back over there and just taking over Hamas. I mean, there's right. so many of them. Why don't they just take over Hamas and get rid of them? Right, right. And, and you know, and again, three three people, uh, the three top leaders of Hamas, they all live outside of the Gaza Strip. They're worth a combined $11 billion. There was a story today on the Internet that uh, they're, they're sending more aid trucks into Gaza because of the so-called humanitarian crisis that the Israelis are bringing on. So as soon as the trucks crossed over the border, masked gunmen hijacked the truck. They're obviously Hamas. They, they, just, took, they, they just took all the, uh, all the goods and, uh, and took them down into the tunnels so they can continue to uh, try to uh, commit genocide against the, uh, against the Jewish people. And anybody else who gets in their way, there's still a lot of Amer- it's not a lot, but there there's still a handful of American hostages that are being held by these uh, by these Nazi savages. Thanks for the call, Randy. Mr. Garcia, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mr. Garcia. Hey, you doing? You know, go liberal. When go liberal, the gas price was down down to him. He filled the tank. Now those liberals say, give me $5 gas or $10. You don't want to feel the pain. You don't want to feel the uh, pain. But fill the tank to see how the economy is. Now, when Trump was, he filled the gas. Yeah, but they, he was, he, they didn't let him fill it all the way because uh, Chuck Schumer said uh, it was a payoff to the big oil companies. And that's when oil was $20 a barrel. 
And now today, by the way, the gas prices have been lower for a few weeks in a row, although they're about to start going up again because the, the Houthis uh, flush with uh, U.S. cash laundered through Iran are firing uh, missiles at all the oil tankers in the Red Sea. The, uh, the, the mainstream media, state-run media is going, oh, what a, what a bonus for the, for the consumers. Prices are go- for gas are going down. They're still way above what they were when Biden was installed as president, aren't they? Way above. I'm Howie Carr.